What is going on, Dynasty Legends? This is Brooks, a.k.a. Zen, a.k.a. Prowling Purple Pandas. And I'm here with my co-commish, Kevin, a.k.a. User Swat, a.k.a. Hydra Kids, Hydra Wife. <laughs> I like all the aliases. <laughs> oh, yes. And, and uh, we will be naming the aliases in our owner intro, as we, that we'll get to later in the part, because some people don't know. Other people like Wes, I just learned the other day, his name is uh, Stephen York. So welcome, Stephen York. Um, so, and I don't know what his team name is going to be yet either. So we will have three kind of aliases for everyone. But uh, yeah, so for this one, we're going to keep it fairly short and sweet. We've got this one. We're going to be detailing our league scoring and setting and also just the league rules outside of what Sleeper says. Just give everyone... Um, Obviously, you can read it on Sleeper, or you can read a lot, all, all of our stuff on uh, the Discord out that we put up. But wanted to have it so you have it in a podcast format. I'm telling you and explaining each thing. Maybe you've never played with a league that has a taxi squad. Maybe you've never played with a league that has IR slots. Um, maybe you've never done fab for your waivers. So we're going to explain all that and um, explain the owner expectations and explain the league rules after that and then give the quick uh, – owner intro so with that let's just jump right into that and uh kevin go ahead and welcome yourself what up what up yeah i'm just uh just chilling recording the uh the pod that we promised we gotta we're trying to pump out some content for you guys for uh for both this league and the other one so so yeah i'm looking forward to it i gotta say that i am uh sue i think think we both i think we all are um and the people that don't know all the owners i think you will be eventually as excited as us about how great this league really looks to be. I think it's very promising. Everyone in it feel very confident about um, your abilities and your knowledge and um, just being a good fantasy league. And just mates. being cool people. Um, I mean, that was that yeah. was a pretty bare, bare minimum requirement. I feel like we were super strict on creating the list for the original Dynasty Legends. And then for this one, it's like we almost like narrowed it down a little bit. So... <laughs> we got a little bit of uh we got a little bit of new blood but we got a lot of the a lot of the really good owners in there too so i I think it's going to be an awesome awesome intro to super flex for me and i already know that uh a lot of you agree with me that you love dynasty because i've definitely that's easily become my favorite fantasy format over the over the past few years oh yeah dynasty um prepare for it to ruin redraft for you you'll still play your redraft (laughs) kind of boring yep um, so you have reached the next level um so we'll do that and then the next episode we're going to do um we're going to go into deeper of what dynasty is and how to prepare for that strategy and then also super flex uh strategies so uh, just to get everyone you know heads up um want everyone to be prepared when they're doing their player selections and everything and then we're going to have our draft and then pretty soon after the draft we're going to bring brendan on here he's 6v3 and then we'll have our inaugural uh, power rankings, and that's always a fun episode. So, get some good stuff planned. But yeah, for this one, let's just jump right in. As we mentioned, um, it's a super flex. So I'll just start by saying what our uh, roster spots look like. Um, so you're starting a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, two flexes where you start a wide receiver, running back, or tight end. And then here is that all special super flex spot. After that. You can start a QB, running back, wide receiver, or tight end. 
Um, obviously, you always want to be starting to tie a QB in there if you can. <laughs> you don't want to start a tight end there? That's what you're about to say? <laughs> you can start a tight end if you want. I'm saying if you are desperate, you can start a tight end. If you, were, you could be in a QB league where you have to start two QBs. Well, if you only have one to start, then you're screwed. That's just an empty spot. So that's why it's super flex. And then on top of that, we have um, – Four IDP starting, so this differentiates us a little bit from our other dynasty league, but it still keeps IDP to where they're not overly influential to your um, roster. But as you notice, we don't have a kicker and we don't have a team defense, so we figured those don't really mesh well with dynasty because you're keeping them year by year and they're already kind of random anyways. IDPs are a lot better at filling in those extra spots that a kicker in defense would, but also being more predictable and being more geared toward dynasty. Cause you know, if I draft Dermot James, which I really hope to, um, there's a little spoiler alert. Um, then I hope to keep him his whole career. So we got a D lineman linebacker DB and an IDP flex. Honestly, that IDP flex is probably going to be a linebacker, but giving you options. And then after that we have, um, I forget. I'm going to be honest. Forget exactly how many bench spots we have, but I'll just say we have 30 total roster spots, <clears throat> with five of those being a taxi squad spot. So, explain the starting rosters. Explain that roster. Obviously, we got a 25 man roster. That's pretty damn deep, even when there's IDPs considered. Now let's go into that taxi squad session section of what I'm talking about. We've got 25 player rosters. Five on a taxi squad. What the taxi squad is, if you've never played it, essentially think of it like a practice squad um, that the NFL uses where either a rookie or a second-year player can play on that, and then when they get called up, then they're on the team. It's a way of stashing young players. It's like that, but we have a little bit less restrictions. Um, So you can put a rookie on there and a second-year player, um, only those two, but you can – You can flip them on and off. This might get stricter later on, but probably not. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like weird. uh, There's a lot of taxis that have like strict rules of like once you pull, once you promote someone from a taxi squad, like they're that you can't put someone new there or something like that. We the way that we've done it for two, like I I created that in like two years ago for the other league. And it just, it just felt like too much to have to manage. Uh, It's going to be there. Uh, just kind of use it. Like I, I don't think I don't foresee us really getting too too crazy on it. It's just, just basically a spot for young players. So, right. And and our the main logic behind the taxi squad is um, you want to be able to stash young players, but you know some young players um, aren't starting right away. So you think this year, first one that comes to my mind is like a Brian Edwards. He's a high second round pick in our dynasty rookie drafts. And I I'm really high on him. I really like him. He's a wide receiver for the Raiders. Um, but he doesn't really have a clear path to playing time right now, but you know, one day it'd be good. So it might be second or third year. You're going to wait. You don't want to have to waste a total roster spot. Yeah. On like that. a Jordan love but would be a perfect uh, example of somebody to like, like, like Jordan another, Love. another op- option of like, if you get a rookie quarterback, who's got Aaron Rodgers in front of it, just some, just yeah. is an easy way to any just rookie or second year tight end that you, any, any tight end you think is good. That's a yeah. rookie. Got your taxi squad here, dude. Definitely. That's your taxi squad. Um, else we got uh, let's go over our uh, schedule Our schedule is uh weeks one through 13 is the regular schedule and we have uh 
playoffs start week 14. Top six teams make it. So the one and two seed will get a bye. Um, and this goes weeks 14 through 16 because playoffs that start that have week 17 in them are just retarded. So going to week 16. And in that, we have the uh, trade deadline is going to be week 13. This has a lot of variance in Dynasty Circle. Some people have it earlier. Um, some people have no trade deadline at all, which is crazy. Um, I think this is perfect to where uh, we don't have any trades in the playoffs. So people making last-minute trades after they get eliminated or anything like that. But it is the week where, like, you know, it's make-or-break week. So if you know you're not going to make it, maybe you want to trade your draft picks, trade your older players, and vice versa. If you know you have a shot, maybe you want to trade some draft picks for those. You get all the way up to week 13 to do that, and then we're shutting down trading. So basically, we're only shutting down trading in this league for three weeks out of all year. Other than that, this is a year-round league. Sleeper keeps it um, supported year-round. You can make trades, make picks, pickups uh, all year. Yep. <clears throat> uh, do you want to do you want to bring up the um, consolation um, amendment that you just uh, told yeah. me about today? Yeah, so uh, – and let's just speak on Constellation in general. Constellation, so for the teams that do not uh, make the playoffs, you're going to go into Constellation. And in the past with our leagues, we've had a, a Constellation Bowl, we call it, and whoever wins the Constellation gets first pick. It's basically – it's the reverse standings of Constellation bracket. We're, we're, we're going away from that in our other Dynasty League, and we are completely away from that in this one because – uh, sleeper tracks a stat called maximum points scored and it means that whatever your team scored your whole team starting lineup and bench for each week every given week it totals all that up so you can't tank your way into a bad spot you can't tank your way out of the playoffs uh, well not on purpose in terms of the draft picks just because there is that stat that's going to track all that Whoever has the lowest of that gets the first pick. And then that goes for the teams that didn't make the playoffs all the way to pick six. So the teams that are the worst and don't have any point scoring, you're going to get the first pick. And that's the most fair way to do that. But we do miss playing for something in Constellation. So uh, we just thought of this on the fly, and I think it works out very well, is you play in that Constellation. If you win the Constellation, we're going to reset – your fab bucks, your free agent acquisition um, budget to $100 right when the season ends. So at that time, most people don't have any, we only have $100 for the entire year. Then it resets after the rookie draft the next year. So if you have a hundred dollars varying in the season, if you're reset to that, you, that were basically means we're giving you first dibs on free agent choice. So if Andrew Luck comes out of retirement this year, boom, you're going to get him. You drop that. Yeah, and, that and just to be clear, so, that's going to be up until, preseason week one as soon as football is starting to get played in in any form uh then that's when your your off-season part is is uh does not apply <clears throat> yep and we mentioned fab maybe you heard that and you're like oh what the hell is that fab is how we do our waivers and fab runs every single day you may have played in a league where there's no waivers you just pick up anyone willy-nilly all right, we've got kind of a little bit of that. You may have played in a league where it's just a stupid rolling waivers, just like, oh, I have the first waiver. I pick up someone, now I'm going down the 12th, and it's just none of that. We're not doing any of that. This is fab, and the way we do fab specifically is everyone gets an imaginary budget of $100, and every day 
every player is on waivers and you can pick up the players, um, but you have to do a blind bid. So if there's someone that you think everyone wants, um, you're probably going to want to bid some money. And I can't honestly tell you the best way to do this because it just depends on who values you. And that's what makes it great. Everyone has a shot at every free agent. Um, and you have to also strategize with your money a little bit is if you hit, remember this is 30 man rosters. There's probably not going to be a crazy amount of good free agents, it's not like a redraft league. So if one really good one does pop off and you're like, this guy is going to be good. You might want to drop your whole load on him, you know, just blow yeah, it and vice versa. I, I um, suggest not spending any money on, on like obscure free agents in the off season or something like yeah. don't be afraid. You don't have to do a minimum of one. You can bid $0 and you will win the player as long as no one else bids a dollar. Yeah. So, so just, just keep that in mind. If you're um, random You're picking up IDP players. Yeah. Don't bid. <laughs> so yeah, just, just be mindful of the demand of a player when you're doing it. Yep. Uh, how about, uh, yeah. So draft, Let's go into the draft. I know I've mentioned it in the chat several times, but just, again, it's a regular straight-up draft. We're not allowing draft rate trades because we want everyone to be on that same footing and no one fuck it up um, from the get-go. Um, so that's the draft. Every year after this, we'll have a rookie draft to where only rookies being drafted. We're doing four rounds, um, and that is non-snaking. So every fantasy draft you've ever played in probably snakes. This one is not – it's going to be – think about it like the real NFL. Like if I have the first pick overall, I'm going to have the first pick in the second round. I'm going to have the first pick in the third round. I'm going to have the first pick in the fourth round. That's how it's going to be. You do that because if someone really is terrible, they need all the help they can get. And if someone wins a championship in Dynasty, you probably don't need that much draft pick help. Yep. So just like real NFL. Um, and then as for this draft, just to explain it again, the third round reversal, it goes like this. We draft in the first round. goes 1 through 12. Snakes. Draft in the second round. The person who picked last in the first round, now they're picking first in the second round. Going into the third round, oop, it doesn't snake. Now the person who picked first in the second round picks first in the third round again. Then it goes and snakes again in the fourth round. It snakes every round after that. The reason we do that is because we're in a unique stage where the top – four or five players are clear head and shoulders above the next ones and all their positions, wherever they are. So you get that top five, then um, your second round pick goes the same way, but it is fair for the teams um, in the end of the first round to kind of balance it out a little bit. It's only a difference of an average draft pick of 3.16 to 29 I mean, 31.6 to 29.8. So not much of a difference, but basically, long story short, it gives the people drafting at the end of the first round a little bit of a crack of a top 30 player. While shouldn't worry about it too much if you're at the top of the draft because you're getting Lamar, Mahomes, Michael Thomas, Barkley, or CMC. So yep. I don't and want to hear any crime. To, to what you Every were just saying, I, I think that's a good transition to just remind people – I mean, I'm looking at the draft room right now. I see all. I see the draft order. I see it nicely broken down on a nice little draft board. If you look 
like we are going to be drafting from this app and the rankings that are presented to us right now have Christian McCaffrey at one Barkley at two, Michael Thomas at three Zeke at four Kamara at five. That's totally fine for a redraft, even a redraft dynasty, but it does or, or a, a dynasty regular league, but for a super flex league, these rankings are not going to help you make sure you have some kind of, super flex rankings or some kind of idea of what you were going to be doing because super flex, yeah, dynasty super flex dynasty. Rankings. I mean, obviously young, younger players are going to be more valuable than the rankings suggest quarterbacks are going to be significantly higher than the, the rankings suggest. So, uh, or significantly lower according to what you're looking at. But, um, but you just make sure you have some resources and you're not, don't get auto drafted because it's gonna it's gonna be bad, but uh, but just make sure you have something to kind of go off of and you know because I mean the difference on the rankings that Sleeper has I'm I'm sure Mahomes and and Lamar are somewhere in the 30s or 40s or so, and in a dynasty they're probably a little bit higher than that, and then in a super flex dynasty they are literally one and number two, so it's like make sure you have that. I cannot stress that enough. Do not go off of prior non-superflex rankings for for the draft or your team could be in real bad shape. So, it's going to be a learning experience, but just just look for some resources. There's plenty of good of good uh superflex dynasty rankings out there. Um hit me up, hit me and Brooks up if you have any questions. I mean, it's not like we're trying to hoard all the info ourselves cuz we we have a couple subscriptions and stuff, so we have a general idea about how all this works. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. Like, I mean, running backs and wide receivers are going to be a little bit lower ranked than what you're accustomed to. Quarterbacks are going to be way higher than you're accustomed to if you, if you're not a super flex guru. So, so yeah, just kind of wanted to mention that before we start talking about the, the, the teams and users in the league and everything. Yes. It is good to mention that because, um, that is essentially the kind of stuff we're going to be talking about on the next podcast, but we wanted to mention it here because it is that important as you're preparing and you're trying to get your draft strategy going and trying to figure out who you want to draft and everything, not telling anyone how to draft, but, um, and you do your things, all kinds of strategies. We'll get into that in the next episode, but just don't go into this. This the worst thing to do is just go into this thing. It's like any other draft and it's redraft because you're just going to have players on the board. Every single one of your pick, you're like, Oh my God, look at all these great players. But you're like, it's not just about setting the best starting lineup and it's not just about trying to win right now unless you really want to. And yeah. that is your strategy. Just trying to think it's for the future and trying to think of those ratings wise. I mean, you're going to have uh, some decisions um, and uh, yeah, but yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll get to that next time. And like, like Kevin said, just hit either of us up. If you, um, if you're like, all right, whose ratings do I use? We've got access to a, a, a good bit of a, of, paid con a premium content that people aren't privy to but i'd be glad to send you over the um spreadsheets or um rankings and files don't care use i'd, I'd encourage anyone to use them um and uh yeah that's that and before we get into the teams and users let's go over i think we've got oh let me go over the scoring real quick um scoring is six points for passing the pa- every passing rushing all that it's it's pretty it's pretty standard. We got passing is 25 yards per point, six point per TD with two points, negative two points to interception. Rushing yards, standard, 10 yards per point, uh, six points per touchdown. Receptions are standard. Well, actually, no, receptions are half point PPR. We are a half point PPR league. 
this is the one thing I wanted to go into detail in is we are a half point PPR league. Every catch is 0.5 and no tight end premiums or any of that. There's no bonuses per position, 10 points per reception point, six point per TD. The one wrinkle we do throw in here. And I really think that this will work out very well while also not being crazy significant is uh, sleeper has an option to add tiny bonuses to the depth of perception, the depth of catch in reception. So, in PPR, if anyone's played any part of PPR or half PPR, you've always got like this discrepancy between the deep threats who don't catch a lot of balls and then the little thinking dunkers who just catch a bunch of like, you know, little screens and stuff. It's like nothing. Okay. So zero to five yards, no points, no, no extra bonus. If it's five to 10 yards, I think this is right. I'm checking on the app. It's 0.1. If it's uh, 11 to 20, 0.2. 21 to 30.3, 31 to 40.4, anything over 40 yards is 0.5. So these don't stack. Basically, here it goes. If I have a catch that's for 50 yards, I get 0.5 for the catch. I get 0.5 because it's plus 40, and then I get the 50 yards. So that ends up just being one point for the catch total, plus five points for the yards. If I have a catch for two yards, I get the 0.5 for the reception. That's it. No extra bonus. It's just like a regular half point PPR. So basically, all this does is it kind of uh, it kind of punishes the Michael T- Michael Thomases of the world who just rack up all these dink and ducks, dink and dunks, and um, balances out with like the Will Fullers of the world. It's like may not get a lot of catches, but their catches are some quality catches. So yeah, and then that's and just that. for the eight of you that are part of the other Dynasty Legends League, that's the only difference in actual scoring. There, there's a couple couple wrinkles, obviously, yeah. in the roster makeup of, of this league versus the other one. But as far as pure scoring goes, that the the depth of reception uh, bonuses up up basically making it up to a full point of PPR for the for the big catches. That's literally the only scoring difference from uh, the the non superflex to the superflex league. Yeah, and you'll see it's fairly negligible. Negligible. <laughs> I'm just not even going to try anymore. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, it's the difference. You won't even really notice it. Um, it's just, it really is just kind of a more of a balancing thing than anything. It's not yep. per se a bonus. Um, that is that on the score. I think we've got all the rules good. Let's go with just the overview of general rules. Um, we do expect everyone to be active, but, you know, I'm not going to micromanage your roster or anything. Or I don't I don't care if you're stashing just terrible players, but at least you know just don't ghost people. Don't ghost the league for months is what I'm asking. It's like we're all asking of each other, not just commissioners. Just everyone is like, if you send a trade in February, I know it's not football. Season. Well, it actually still is the Super Bowl. Let's say March or April. Just check it. Maybe don't say anything. Maybe decline it. Maybe be like, I don't want to trade. Just blah, blah, blah. just everyone just kind of stay active. Um, Definitely, I mean, this goes without saying, set your damn lineup every week when it's in season. Um, and take and advantage of your taxi. I mean, we, we had issues with a couple people in our yeah. other league uh, in the first year or so of, of people just like, I don't know if it, they just didn't understand it completely or if they just were too lazy to set the roster. But those are five roster spots that you can be taking advantage of. I mean, you're going to have a ton of young players because it's dynasty. Yeah. There's going to be a ton of players that wouldn't ever be dreamed of being owned in, in a redraft league that you're going to want in this one. So just use it. I mean, it's, there's plenty of people you can yeah. stash on the, on the, on the yeah. taxi squad. 
if if you're good at taxi squad, you can you can win some games. I mean, this let's take Chris Godwin for example. He was in a rookie draft that year. He was being drafted in the third round. And then people, you can stash him on your taxi squad. Then by his second year, he's like, oh, this is pretty good. Third year blows the fuck up. So this, and that happens. That, you know, there's going to, like, Aaron yeah. Jones is another one I think of. He was probably fifth round in rookie drafts whenever yep. he was drafted. So going to be a very good tool. It's good to keep competitive. So that's our expectations of people. Just stay active more than anything. Um, and then uh, for our entry fee, it's $100 per year. We are doing 200 for the first year, and that is for this year, the 2020 season. And the other 100 is going to go towards the 2021 season. That's next year. So next year when we're playing the 21 season, that will be paid for. Only pay 100 next year. That will go toward the 22, 2022 season. 2022 season, you only pay 100 again. So the 2023 season. So – the, after this year, we only pay 100 but it's always for the next year. And that is because, one, this is a this is the long game. Want everyone to stay committed. You always got that deposit in. Um, and that is – that deposit also is for – I don't think anyone's ever going to leave. I hope no one ever does leave. Hope it's always that. Um, but we did have one last year where a guy ghosted us, wasn't talking, um, wasn't setting his lineup, and uh, it was early we're like we can't just let this snowball so after you know a few weeks of him doing that just like all right we got another owner in and in that instance he did not get his deposit back because he completed ghosted us and gave it to the new owner and that's uh, what that's for is one to keep the skin in the game keep everyone dedicated and everyone knows um that we're always uh, got next year already paid for um and in the event that Someone does. I know everyone listens to this like, I'm not going, and I hope that is that. But uh, just for your sake of everyone who's in this the long haul, if anyone does decide to ghost us, um, then we've got an incentive to get that new owner in. Yeah, and, and there will never be any issues with collecting payments or anything like that. This has been by far the smoothest uh, at, at dues and everything. I mean, you, half of you guys paid before Brooks even asked for it. So um, I'm, I'm really not too worried about all this, yeah, but it was worth being said. <clears throat> Yep, and uh, and speaking of payments, um, my PayPal is on the Discord. I also got Venmo and also got Cash App and Zill, if anyone prefers any of those. Um, 100 is due by draft date, and then the other 100 is due by uh, September 1st. Or if you give me the full 200, then you're going to get an extra $20, um, an extra 20 fab bucks added to your uh, – throughout the season. So you start off with hundred and I can't give you one twenty, but I have a, I keep a running tab of it. So once you get to 80, I add 20 back. So, um, that's a nice little wrinkle. And, um, in terms of payouts, we have, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, doing it off the top of my head, but it's 800 for first place. Um, one, no, 200 for second place. And then we've got 50 for third place. And now here's the uh, little special wrinkles uh, for anyone who didn't really catch what they meant was we have 50 for the total points leader throughout the season. And uh, I'll see which one's better to track. Where are they going to do we'll probably do a regular season. That's what we've done in the past is whoever has the most points scored on their team throughout weeks one through 13 Boom, 50 bucks. Then we've got the best ball. This one go, This one definitely goes through the playoffs. It goes week one through week 16. Whichever team scores the most points in a single week 
that's the best ball. So if Vern scores 220 points in week seven, and that's the highest points that any team scored in any single week, boom, that's the best ball. 50 bucks. And then we have – what was the other one? I'm sorry. I'm blanking out. No, the other one is uh, just best regular season record. So that's like best more – that's just – I mean, if you maybe you didn't score quite as many points, but you have the best record that happens in most leagues, then you still get 50 bucks. And uh, I mean, you could have the best the best score of the season, the best record and the points. And then you get 150 bucks on top of probably winning the ship, because if you won all three, I would assume you probably did that. But good point uh, that they can stack. Uh, so it's not separate. They can stack. So your max you can get is 800 for winning it. Then you can get 50 for best ball, 50 if you lead the league in points, and 50 if you lead the league in record. That's 950. And, you know, also we just find, like, we've got uh, – he's not in this league, but we've got Al in our other league, and he's just got a stacked team. He's the only team that's podiumed all seasons in the league, but he's never won it. So, um, for example, you could – uh, win the lead, win, lead the league in points, best ball, got the best season record, and you're balling. You got a godly team, and then you you fuck it up and lose in the championship. You only get that $200 bonus. Well, you know what? For all your trouble and all your effort and having just such a good team, here's another $150. It's $350. I know you didn't win, but that's pretty good. Yep. I like yep. it. Yep. That should work out good. Uh, and I think that is it for. Uh, I think that's it for the rules. We got the payments, got the payouts, got the dates, got the settings. I I think that's all the the major house cleaning as far as the league goes. But uh, if anybody wants to stick around, we're going to just briefly run through the 12 teams and just give a little quick uh, intro to everybody. I mean, I know know a lot of you know people, but we'll give a little quick summary. So do you want to just go in the order of draft order? Uh, I mean, I I think we can start off with – Miller time with the first pick, and I know Brooks. Uh, Brooks and I, we played. We played with Sean for the longest out of anybody we've ever played fantasy with because he was our original commissioner way back when. I felt like I was doing drug deals, delivering dues to him in a cash in an envelope uh, to his neighborhood when I was like 16 years old. So yeah, was- let me let me just let me just mention that just because it's fun. You know, and just another thing I like to give owner intro of fun. Like, oh, how do we know these people fantasy wise? They're just in real life wise but we we know sean we've been in several leagues with sean and he's that guy that if i ever start a league and i need someone he's he's told me he's like don't even ask he's like just put me in there <laughs> just hit me up just give me the total of what my lead dues are yeah so he is and he's active in all of them so yeah i love that about he, you, you love him and you hate him because he's gonna send you yeah, shitty trade he'll offers, tell you why you but, might hate him in a little bit but but as we as how we know him was uh we the first league we ever played in was something called diehard fantasy football. And he was the champion. He was the commissioner. And I don't remember how big the pots get, but they were very big. They were huge. I mean, you had to pay, pay actual money every time you made a free agent pickup. So I little, and I was always addicted to making free agent pickups. So even when I was 16, I was like spending five bucks for every free agent I I signed. (laughs) And that was where I was like sending, like sending over money to him in envelopes. So it was, it was $100 to join. It was $5 every single ad, $5 every single trade. It just, it was crazy. It added up, but we'll never forget but uh, anyways, let's just talk about uh, Sean as an owner. All right, here's where all the fun comes. Um, I've got. I really wish Brendan was on for right now because <laughs> Brendan, Brendan loves playing with him from Sean. So Sean is the guy who is going to uh, 
that he's going to spam you with trades. He's going to spam everyone with trades. He loves trades. Dude, he, uh, he's, all, he's all about them, and he'll talk to you about them. He'll hit you up about them. Most of them are going to be free poopy offers. Okay, they're going to be – he's one of these people that's just like, oh, you're going to send your worst offer just to tell them what you want. And then you start the negotiations like that. I know. It's annoying. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, what I will say is there's always this flip coin of that. It's like it's annoying that Sean does that, but it's it's so nice that he's always a willing trade partner. Yeah. Some people – He definitely keeps fine. leagues active single-handedly sometimes. So yes. it's, 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 always, it's always fun to have people like that in the league. When they're when they're active and every now and then they can surprise you. He's he's uh yeah. I feel like he's lost some of his uh juice from back in the day, but it's all right. Maybe you'll find it again. Uh, we'll I, I I I don't think I don't think he's lost his juice. I think he's just uh, he I think he trades his juice away. <laughs> I think he still gets he overthinks it. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> nice. But Do you great? Um, and he's a big Dolphins fan, so he he's been guilty of a homer trade or two. So keep that in mind, everybody. Yep, that definitely. And who's at number two? Number two is another Sean. Uh, why don't you uh, introduce us to Dennis's son? Uh, so I don't know this Sean too well, but uh, he was actually the last one to make it, and there are a lot of candidates to this, but I think he was the best. Um, he's Dennis's son. We'll get to him. He's picking 12th, but um, – Dennis really talked him up, said that he knows college way better than him. He knows uh, fantasy way better than him, knows football, and uh, he's been dying to do a dynasty league. Then I called him and hit him up and just talked to him, and he's definitely got a good feel of the game. And um, he's uh, not crazy trading like Dennis and, and Sean are. And that was one of the questions I asked him in the interview. It was like, are you going to be trading like Sean is? He's like, no, hell no. They're crazy. <laughs> so I'm like, sold. You're in the league. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how he is on that, but I think I think he'll be pretty good. Yep, I'm I'm definitely liking that ad. So well, I'm sure we'll get to know him as uh as the league goes on and everything. But um, but it's it, that's an, just another quick point before we move on. This also just goes to show, like this kid was probably tiny when I first started playing fantasy with Dennis and Sean. Like, yeah. I mean, we've been playing with them for what, like, since we were sixteen. We're, we're At least third, yeah, years. it's been it's been like fifteen years. So and, and so I mean, yeah, he was a little he was a little baby when when uh when we first started playing with his dad uh, with his dad and Sean and everything. So just kind of crazy. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. Dennis, Dennis used to fly down for that diehard fantasy league. He was in that too. And Dennis used to, he lives in Ohio. He used to fly down from Ohio. We used to have a big party for a draft event. He'd fly down. So Sean, Sean, Dennis's son, you were probably like a toddler when he was doing that. Just put them pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane. <laughs> All right. So number three, we got, uh, we got, uh, Westwood, AKA Steve York, um, which is, uh, I actually met, uh, met West uh, about like what four, three or four years ago online because he invited me to join his his Madden league and uh, now we've had this Madden league go and I've helped him I've helped him uh, run Manix for uh, since Madden 17 and it's uh, still going strong despite Madden not being the greatest game in the world anymore but uh, but we talk all the time we play Madden we play MLB on online and everything uh, and. As far as football knowledge goes, I'm thrilled that he he joined this league because he is like one of the 
one of the highest football IQ people I know. And it's so fun talking uh, with him about like prospects and all that kind of shit. He, he, he gets really hard into the an- analytics. We joke about how he's an Excel nerd. So, uh, so yeah, he's going to be, I think he's going to be great. I'm really excited to see how he drafts and everything. I know, I know I talked to him a little bit about it. I know he's excited about Superflex and dynasty and all that. So, so yeah, he, he's a, uh, I think he's going to be a good addition. I really, I think I played like a free fantasy football league with him, but I'm not really, I don't even remember how any of that turned out. So I, this will be the first kind of serious fantasy league I played with him. So, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm pumped I about think, that one. I think West will be, I think West will be an instant contender. I mean, as, as the, what I know of Wes, I've known Wes for maybe about a year now, but, uh, Always super smart. I feel like he's one of these guys that like has a subscription to PFF, and you know, oh, he one hundred percent has PFF. We, yeah, oh, yeah. We, we talk. Yeah, yeah, he talks about that all the time. Brings out the numbers. Yeah, it's it's so, he 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 knows these people college dominate yeah, scores. And yeah, shit like that. he will. He, he nobody's gonna surprise him in the rookie draft. No, you're not gonna you're not gonna tell him a name that he doesn't know or anything. So, and on top of that, we always like he's a whiz at Discord. He's a whiz at commissioning things. So. I, I really wanted uh, West in here. I was glad that he was uh, so quick to get on here. So this is another one that I was like, you know, as we're only three in, hard to get three owners. And yeah, I really feel like this is this. I really feel like this might be the best league talent wise and owner wise that I've ever been. I, yeah, it's top to totally bottom. agree. Uh, so then after West, we got Joe, who is a mainstay in the original Dynasty Legends and also from the same friend, uh, friend group or whatnot. I, I met Joe from the uh, from from Mannix uh, the same time that we started. I think he's been an OG Mannix member since since uh, I joined or whatever. So so uh, he's been a part. He's been one of my favorite people that I've asked to join fantasy with. I love talking fantasy with him. He's, he gets so, so in, in, engaged about it all. And I've made quite a few trades with him in my other league. Some that worked out, some that didn't. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so he um, he definitely is. I, I I definitely respect him as a as a fantasy manager, and I know he knows his way around dynasty by now. So I'm excited to see how the super flex wrinkle kind of plays into it with him. Yeah, Joe's been a great owner. Uh, he's very active with his trades. Um, really good with his player evaluations. And one thing I'll quickly mention here before we mention next week, because I know it will, but um, just about everyone of us with the with the original dynasty league, we had not played before, and we've taken our lumps and learn from it now we're like bona fide dynasty experts but definitely definitely i mean the two of us and joe and uh, just mentioned joe in this is you know he made some questionable traffic trades i made some questionable traffic trades not really knowing the value but if you haven't played dynasty just know that you could be like joe you could be like me you could be like kevin it's like you're gonna make uh, some mistakes just trying to figure out values, but uh, usually like halfway through the year or like after that first full year done, things are just going to click. You're going to realize like, oh man, I should not have traded a player like that. I shouldn't have traded my first for a player like that. Yeah. Or I shouldn't have traded a player like that for a first. Yeah, and I mean, it's, and I think that, it really didn't help our case that the first rookie draft of our dynasty careers was had David Montgomery as the second best player in it. Like according to the rankings, like it was just a weak rookie draft. So we kind of just assumed that rookie draft picks are worthless or like, Oh, second round picks, third round picks, Oh, whatever. That's just scraps. And then we got to this draft, which was a very, very, very good draft. And we realized like, shit, undrafted free agents are more attractive than some of the second round picks from last year. Like, I mean, there's, so you kind of, get a gauge. And I mean, for all of us, we don't know how our teams are going to turn out. 
whoever gets Trevor Lawrence next year is going to be a huge winner. So, like, value your first. Right. Like, and if you have a second overall, there's this guy named Justin Fields is yeah. pretty good. But all right, so enough yeah. about uh, enough about that for the side. All right, so the next one, another one of my friends. Uh, next up is Child of Voodoo, aka John. Uh, John, I I've known him for years. Uh, he he, uh, I, I I met him when he started working at my company, uh, or at my um at the company I used to work for, a uh, news company called uh, News Distribution Network, and uh, he he and I bonded over sports and all, all kinds of shit. And then we ended up being roommates for, for a couple of years. And uh, yeah, now he's moved on to New York. He works for FanDuel. So we've got somebody from FanDuel in here. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Um, Neat. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. He, he, uh, he, he's doing a lot for them. Um, we've, we've talked, he, he's doing something with um, Madden streams that you can bet on right now during the, uh, the pandemic and everything. So just getting creative, uh, finding new ways to kind of help them out while there's no actual sports to bet on. But, uh, but yeah, so he, he's a great dude. He, I've, I've been in plenty of leagues with him. Uh, I know he's won his fair share. Uh, he's, he, he has an infamous bet with me when uh, we were both drunk doing our work draft multiple years ago. And I hated JHI and he was talking him up and, and I, and, and I was like, I bet you a hundred bucks. He's not going to be a top 20 running back. <laughs> and he was like, I'll, I'll take it. And he took it. And then that was, and then right after that happened, he like, wasn't even showing up to the team. I was give, I was giving him shit. Like what an idiot he was. And then of course the season, like he just like randomly came back and then he had like three 200 yard games yeah. and i just i still to this day he is my least favorite football player of all time because yes. like i cannot handle him let, so that that's let, let me let me let me elaborate is that you told me this well i think we were watching a preseason game or something yeah. but in that year you told me about this trade um you were you're you're like uh, we were watching the preseason and Aaron Foster was on the Dolphins that year and he was having a really good preseason. JHI was just so yeah, shitty. and it was against the Falcons. Was like, it was against the Falcons. That's why yeah, we were watching it. Yes, and you and you told me this trade. You told me you're like I bet John hundred bucks that JHI was not going to be a top twenty running back. And then you even like the, the year that was like your team name in fantasy is like jhi yeah that was it was i forgot like, about that i actually that was my team yes. name because i was trolling him yes. and then it, it, it didn't work out. and then and then he has the most miraculous season possible yeah. it loses it was the great, greatest thing ever and jhi has been an inside yeah, joke ever since then so because not not a fan of that but yeah that's that's john <laughs> super john, john is, john yeah, is and, and john just yeah, for the record it was kind of funny because i i i mean i text him and talk on the phone to him a pretty good bit but uh apparently the last facebook message i sent him before i was messaging him and talk, uh, when we were doing a video chat recently was my original invitation to dynasty legends because i was trying to get him in that but he was like out of the country and he couldn't make that draft so he was he was supposed Ugh. to be in the original dynasty legends but it just wasn't working with the schedule so that so i'm glad to get him in the uh the reboot with uh super flex so yeah that's that's John. Uh, next up is Brendan. Uh, you guys should mostly know him. I mean, he uh, he's he's one of uh, me and Brooks's best friends. We knew him uh, from college. Uh, he was one. He was my roommate there. He's basically Brooks's roommate our senior year when he was over at our house all the time. He's he's. I mean, we have a a group chat chat with me and Brooks and Brendan, and we just talk sports constantly. So Brendan's up there is one of the the smartest. Uh, sports IQ people I I talk to in my life, and I mean, there's not not a lot to say about him. He's he's just a good dude and a great fantasy player. 
Yeah, and he's not going to send you, uh, you know, a bunch of spam offers, but he's always a willing trade uh, trade partner. So if you got that for him, uh, re- real good at fantasy. And I also uh, I consider him our uh, silent third commissioner. So it's like me and Kevin are the commissioners. But, We're going to always uh, consult with Brennan. So, but yeah, Brennan's always the first one consulting with any rules. So he's always one of the first like opinions that we're going to take and running things by and stuff. So that's Brendan who we got at so seven yep. is Mars. If I remember. Yep. Correctly. So, well, I mean, it's another Madden friend of ours. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about Mars? Mars is in a league misfits. He's a commissioner of, I think he was in Manning. So yeah, yeah he's, he's been in Manning. Uh, play, so he knows, times. Yeah. So he knows West, he knows Joe. Um, but yeah, Mars um, is a new addition to our other dynasty league. And, I think he's going to be really good in both, um, and I'm excited to see what he can do in a a full startup draft. But just knowing – and part of why we, you know, overlap uh, Madden players with with fantasy is, one, you just know that they're football fans. You're just playing a football game year-round. And, two, you know the players and typically have a good good knowledge of that. But also we play Madden is I know that Vern – who we'll talk to you later? He's another um, one in the league, but also Mars. You know they're good traders. They trade in Madden, and they, uh, you know, they're good negotiators and just stuff like that. I just I know that. I don't think you got, you're going to be able to West. trade rape these guys as, as easily. So <laughs> it's going to be it's it's they're definitely competent fantasy players. I'm I'm sure. <clears throat> yeah, we got it. Eight, yep. eight is you. So I mean, you all know me. What else is there to say? Reigning Dynasty Legends champion, uh, owner of Lamar Jackson, um, I commissioner of Dirty South basketball and football, which are uh, my my redraft leagues that have been around for what? What is it now? Like 10, 12? It's, it's been over 10 years now. I feel like, yeah, yeah it's, it's like I think we're on like 13 and 11 or something for football and basketball respectively. So been commissioning for a while, uh, fantasy and everything. Love it. Um, I've talked to all you guys, you guys all, all know me. So not, not, not too much to say. <laughs> he's, he's as bad at uh, fantasy as he is at Madden. <laughs> so that's why they call him. The worst. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, yeah. And then next yeah. is, uh, is you. I mean, and you've, you've been, you've been there every step of the way with me. I, I, I remember our, our first fantasy conversation in fifth, uh, what was it? Eighth grade or ninth grade language arts. When, when we, uh, became friends and you invited me to Sean's league and I was playing fantasy football with a bunch of grown 40 year old men. <laughs> I was kind of thrown into it. Yeah. And we were yeah, winning. Yeah. So it was, well, we didn't win no. it all around that outright. Yeah, but we, we held our own. Good. We definitely were, and they were all shit talkers. They threw us into the world of fantasy pretty, pretty abruptly. So, but uh, yeah, that was fun. And I'm a four-time champ of the aforementioned yeah, the uh, league that football and a three-time champ yeah, of the basketball. He's, uh, he's he's had my number for, uh, and it's crazy. In Dirty South, I've run that league for. 13-ish years and I've never won the ship despite like multiple first place regular season finishes and then Brooks is just like Brooks is just killing me lately there so uh but we don't even want to talk about Brendan Dirty South it will trigger him so but yeah but next up uh at the 10th slot we got Vern another new addition who I'm very excited about he's a really good dude uh I bonded with him when I was in Misfits and uh he's been he's been part of Misfits and Mannix uh, I know he knows football. We talk about sports. Um, happy to happy to have him in here again, and uh, have him in here and to 
kind of catch up with them a little bit once we uh, get the season started and all. So I know, I know you've played with Vern. You played probably played with uh, him and, and Madden more than I have. Yeah, I definitely uh, am excited about Vern. Same thing with like Weston Mars. Is, he's a commissioner of Madden League. I know he's active with the trades there, good at making trades and good with Discord and just, you know, just a football enthusiast in general. And I really also thought that Vern would be really good because as the real live draft was coming up, you know, he tagged me and stuff or share stuff with me. And, you know, we talk about this and the other, but he had, he had a real good grasp with the rookies coming out. And this dude wasn't even playing Dynasty before this. So you keeping up that that much with the rookies and stuff and, you know, knowing how good they are, it's like that that goes a long way in Dynasty and you're already doing it before you even play Dynasty. So I definitely think uh, he'll be good and um, – Excited we can do in uh, this first startup with the first dynasty. I'm pumped. Yeah, we Eleven, we got uh, Tim. Uh, he's another. He's another one of my buddies from uh, from NDN. The the my my first job out, outside of college and everything that I that I met John at. Uh, he was uh, a, an engineer working. Um, I think he's. I think he's still working there. I haven't. I haven't talked to them for a minute, but um, I know. I, he he's he was awesome. He was a great employee to work with. Uh, we always enjoyed going talking football over beers and everything. Uh, and I threw I just threw a bone. He was honestly probably the most random of all the invites because I know most of you guys on a very like close basis for the most part. And then for Tim, he was just, he was just a coworker who I love talking sports with. I, uh, he won the office league that we did, and I I knew he was a good player. So I was like, all right, I'm going to throw him an invite. And he came in hot. He won the league the first year in our, in our dynasty. He got Mahomes that he, he kind of reached for Mahomes and everybody was like, Oh, that's kind of high. And then Mahomes blew the fuck up and he looked like a genius. He already got Saquon because he, uh, because he fell to him at like the fourth spot or something in the draft. Um, so he's, he's in real good shape in, in dynasty. I talked, talk with him about that league all the time and I know he loves dynasty. I know he's loving it. He's killing it. So super excited to have him in the super flex and, uh, it's going to be, it'll, it'll be fun. He's definitely someone to watch for. Cause I know he knows how to build a team. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he was our inaugural inaugural champ at the other dynasty league. And, um, yeah, Tim's always every. Tim does not really trade or anything. I mean, you can try and trade when he's not going to be. Yeah, and, he, and, he, but and but the nice the thing about it is he, he acknowledges trade. it. He yeah, always acknowledges it. He doesn't yes. just ignore he'll your trade offers. He'll 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 respond. Yeah. Stop sending shitty trade offers. <laughs> like he he's yeah. he's always and checking. He, just doesn't, is, he doesn't feel the need to to trade for the yeah. sake of trading, which is totally respectable. Yeah, and the reason why is, and I'll be, you know, I'll, I'll be interested to see how the start of drafting goes because every draft he's had so far, start off a rookie, you'd notice there's this crazy trend. He's like the Ravens. They're like, won't trade. He'll just sit where he is, and he doesn't have the best spot, but he'll does some crazy he drafts the best player yep. available. Crazy concept. It's like you know, it's like. The, yeah, they don't trade up. He doesn't do anything yep. great. He doesn't trade anything away. He drafts the best player available, yeah, and it does to, good. And he's done we that. We talked about him in our draft one. podcast from our other league after our rookie draft. He just – every time, it was just his pick. He just took – he took one of the best players available. His second, third-round pick stood out really hard because they were just – they were just great. So, it was I, – I know I know, yeah. know he knows what he's doing. Um, it's I'm, I'm excited to have him in both. So, it'll be, it'll be fun. And then, uh, the final, final one is Dennis. We got him at the 12th spot. Uh, he goes, we already mentioned him a little bit with Sean, but, uh, they go hand in hand. So you really can't talk about one without talking about the other. Uh, he, uh, yep. he's, he's been in, 
I love that they're both. <laughs> yeah, I know. Too. I love. It. I love that. <laughs> I, I do. I do love them. that. It's uh. I mean, they they they're just, they're like best friends. They, I mean, their sons are playing in each of our leagues now, like which is just crazy and and, and makes us feel old. But uh, but good, really good dude. Makes some weird questionable trades uh probably trades a little bit too much sometimes <laughs> just like sean uh yeah not, not, not as much nearly as much but uh but definitely it, it, he's he's fun to watch um so he'll send you and, and i'll get and, I, and i'll say this about dennis it was like sean i think is just really impulsive sometimes i don't really know what he's thinking with dennis sometimes you get a trade and you'd be like oh well it's a bad trade offer but i don't think dennis is sending that to be insulting i think dennis as long as i know dennis has just had very uh, unique, I'll yeah, say, player I mean, evaluations. DeAndre Swift second instead of Dobbins and, Sw- and uh, Taylor in the rookie draft. <laughs> that was one of yeah. those. It was just like, wow, so, okay. They always redraft Keeper League, Dynasty, what it is like, and he's won some leagues, so it's like I can't – sometimes I'm like terribly wrong of like I'll think his team's awful after a draft, and then it's yep. like a really good team. He, he's like, definitely right, a little bit of a so, wild card. And yeah. and very similarly to, to Sean and uh, – to Sean Payne for Dolphins – Dennis sometimes overpays for Browns, so use that. Yes, yep. Browns, but but yeah, that covers uh that covers the twelve the twelve users of this league. I'm I'm super excited for the season. I'm super excited for the draft. Uh, quickly, the draft is scheduled for what eight o'clock on the twenty sixth, the, the Friday the twenty sixth of June. So two week uh two. Not the twenty sixth or twenty sixth. Yeah, yeah it's that and Friday. I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna draft for a few hours. Um, if it gets if it starts getting too super, super late, because there's no way we're gonna be able to finish the whole thing in one night. We're probably gonna pause it, um, after like maybe, maybe like three or three or four hours. It depends depends how long everybody wants to. If we're all getting tired or whatever, we can we can just pause it and move to a slug, and then you can just kind of pick, uh, whenever you're up until. Yeah, and, and if anything happens, like if we if anything comes up since we're not like, it was like, yo guys, I gotta go just tell us we can pause it. Um, yeah, we, we want to yeah. get a few hours in at least, but that's not, there shouldn't happen. be that's a bunch of value draft, fluctuation so. in, in mid June when no, nothing's happening. So, but yeah, yeah, so just basically just plan to be online, uh, eight o'clock on Friday, June 26th for at least a few hours to draft. And then we'll, we'll, we'll kind of play it by ear and see how everybody's feeling. Yeah. Oh, and I meant to, I meant to mention it earlier, but, uh, you can go on if you haven't already, and you're already prepared. So you can go on and again, like we mentioned, don't pay too much attention to the pit, to the rankings as they're going by ADP, and that's just fantasy as a whole of what they're ranking on. Um, but you can go in there and start just looking at the players and just start just go. What I do is I don't go by overall. I just look at put by position, and you know if you wanted to start just seeing just a general idea of where they're going. It's not bad to do that just in the, in the app. And also sleepers just really, really good interface. And with the app that for example, I'll just tell you, you know, just a simple thing that I do is when I'm playing in any, in any draft redraft or whatever, there's going to be, I'll go ahead before the draft starts. And like there's players that no matter what, I'll probably, I would want them on my team. Just depends on where I can get them. I put a star on them and I put them on my list or I put them on the queue that way. There's tons of players. I'd say I'm really picky. There's in any given draft, probably about 70, 75% of the players in that draft. I don't want them in any shape or form. Don't care. Don't want them. So they're on the list. And then I just put the players on the list. That way I'm just looking at, you know, 
anyways, that's that's you know, you do what you want with the draft. I just saying sleeper has a lot of custom build, custom ability like that. If you want to get a little bit extra prep, you can go in, just hit preview on the draft on the main page, and then it'll bring you into the draft and it'll bring you all the queue, and you can start adding players to the queue or just seeing kind of like okay, what tight end is going here, or what or what. Where's the IDP rankings? All of that you can look at that. So get a little bit more prep for the draft, and just see what just and also just see what the sleeper looks like. If you haven't played on sleeper before, just go in and just kind of get an idea of where where what is. Because once you get in, you know it can, you know you don't want to be doing the draft and like trying to figure out how to work the the platform. Yeah. And I mean the, the app is amazing. Uh, I I really do like it. I think I it's definitely overtaken Yahoo as my favorite fantasy app over the years but um i still would not recommend drafting on your phone especially in the early rounds because like i said if you're going off your phone it's gonna be harder to sort uh based off of the rankings that that you're gonna want because it's only gonna show you the order that they have it for a redraft uh non-superflex so just uh you know, and that and that being said, you know what? And I and I would not recommend doing it on a phone either. Let me that be said. But I will say I will be drafting on a phone because I have come to love drafting on a phone. And I don't <laughs> overthink things. Don't have a million things to look at. I just have a little yep. button that says draft. Specifically, I know which player I want. So, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, do it on desktop if you can. But uh, you know, if you have to do it on a phone and that keeps you in the draft and everyone can keep going a little further, then do it. Definitely the slug yeah, draft. You can, you can easily do that on the phone right. once. We pause. Yeah, whenever we pause uh, the after the first day, and then in that in between going to the second day, we're going to slug draft. Basically, the timer is going to be off, but whoever is on the clock, they can pick. Then it goes to the next person. Timer's off, and you just have you know infinite time to pick. And some dynasty leagues do the whole damn draft that way. I don't want to do that because anyone who's played in the Madden league or played in these in a fantasy league where there's a slug draft, it's just like. But it's going to be a fun draft. I'm excited to see how you guys all kind of yeah. value your players and everything. And I'm excited to start seeing the trades that are going to come out and ready for the actual season to start uh, hopefully on time. So it'll be a lot to look forward to. I'm, r- I'm ready to yeah. have a super flex league. Yep. So if you're still with us, uh, thank you for sticking around this long and, uh, we will get with you on another podcast next week, and then we are drafting right around the corner. So I am very excited as well. And, uh, yeah, if there's any settings or any rules or stuff you didn't think were clear on, hit us up uh, either in DMs or in general. And, uh, yeah, hit us up if you – again, hit us up if you want You know, want to know what rankings that we would suggest. I'll, I'm not going to give you – I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to give you fantasy pros rankings. I think they suck. Everything I say is stupid. <laughs> Maybe yeah, you like I think ESPN fantasy pros are terrible when it comes to dynasty. So uh, yeah. definitely would suggest a dynasty focused website. So, but but um but yeah, yeah, it's been it's been fun. I'm glad we could uh glad we could do this. We'll we'll have we'll definitely have it shorter for the uh for the for the kind of the, the next one uh leading up to the or leading up to the yeah. draft or whatever. And then we'll the the power ranking uh, power rankings one's gonna be a, gonna be a fun one. So definitely, Hell yeah. All right, well, until next time, stay legendary. (laughs) We're getting cheesy. All right, take it easy.